Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator, stick around. You might like what's next. Hi, it's Delta. And Eartha. And we just wanted to pop in and let you know that this episode covers some heavy topics like murder, death, grief, and phobias, and some generally creepy situations. So brief trigger warning before the episode. Yes, if you are sensitive to any of those topics, definitely this is an episode that goes a little bit deep into some of them. Obviously, it's about fears, so we just wanted to give you a friendly heads up that this episode is going a little deep into things that usually give people different feelings. Yeah, we do try to keep it light, but we completely understand if you need to skip. So. so, yes. And if you listen, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Dish of the Day. With Eartha Kitten. And Delta Van Dam. Today we'll be serving up a big plate of hot takes on, on whatever, whatever the, the fuck, fuck we want to talk, talk about. A lot. Everything to do with fear. Fueled by fear, honestly, is how I live. This whole year has been fueled by fear. That's the only thing keeping me going. There should have been more fear from some people, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to keep it light and talk about our worst nightmares. Sure, that's a light (laughs) subject. Totally. (laughs) All right, so to start it off, what food have you been afraid to try? I would have to say anything that's like super spicy, like the blazing sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings. Again, we are not sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yes, we are at this point. I mean, we might as well. Yes, this is <laughs> this is the dish of the day sponsored by Beta. Brought to you by Beta. <laughs> Never mind, I don't want that. <laughs> that sounds awful. I mean, their dishes of the day are pretty much standard, but but yeah, anything that's like super spicy and like challenge. So like the blazing challenge, I was like, I probably I couldn't do it because I can't do spicy stuff. If you ask one of my dear friends, Caffeine Love, like how I react to spicy stuff, they'll tell you this very long drawn out story of when we traveled to Chicago and I had like a soup. Mind you, I was drunk. So like, and they were like, you need to eat. And I get this soup, this it's literally called spicy crab ramen soup and I take one bite of it and I go it's too spicy <laughs> and I was like in that moment I was like they're gonna leave me in here <laughs> like I'm never gonna get back to Michigan because they're gonna leave me they're here they're gonna leave you right here and you're like you know what fuck you 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 can fend for yourself <laughs> but yeah spicy stuff is it always intimidates me because I'm like I can handle it and then I get like something with like curry and like Thai chili peppers and I'm like I think the only food that I can remember fearing Mm -hmm. is like, you know, those really traditional Japanese meals that they show where the like, where they pour the soy sauce on the animal or whatever and it starts like gyrating on the table or whatever. Yeah, no, because that's my other one. I can't eat like live squid. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, we'll get into that later. But like, yeah, live squid. Mm -mm. Nope. I have this weird like semi nightmare with that food where like I finally go to try it. 
and like whatever fish just flops up and smacks me in the face and then I realize that the mm. karma is not worth it. I should not eat this poor animal. <laughs> Try to set it free. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's like partially dead. It's already dead. The yeah. nervous system's just reacting. But, I feel like, yeah. Well, I mean, well, have you ever had to cook a lobster? No, I refuse. I, I'm like Snooky. I get it. I yeah. And They're I love alive when you cook them. I know. But I love a good lobster tail. <laughs> They're good. As I said in a previous episode, like this is not I'm not the person like I'm sorry if you love animals, I'm I'm being very insensitive, but I'm not that person. Like I like the way they taste. They they taste great. Yeah. I just personally can't do it. Because I know I would I get the lobster and get yeah. the pot ready and I go to put it in like I can't do it. I don't think I could ever cook a full lobster. Like I do I I have a boundary and I do think it's that. However, I could be served one mm-hmm. and just, you know, be that person that's just, like, I'm not gonna think about your journey here. <laughs> your food right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but also meaty claws. <laughs> lobster claws. Always back to food. I'm glad we picked a food themed podcast. You know, it's just you think about it and it's like everything goes back to food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. God bless you, food. Thank goodness. All right. Do you have anything that just generally creeps you out? Not full-blown phobia, but, like, things that you see and you're like, ugh, gross, get it away. Creepy. Um, a lot of bugs. Bugs? Yeah, which, yeah. Yeah. Mostly bugs. Yeah, that's the biggest one. I'm really creeped out by bugs. I'm not open to a lot of bugs sharing my space. <laughs> so I try, like, I try, like if I'm with somebody else, I try to be considerate and I don't want to, like, commit a murder in front of somebody that that's really going to upset. So I ask, like, usually I'll ask people, like, are you a kill the spider or set the spider free? I remember you asking me that when you first moved in and I'm like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And and Tyler was the one who piped up and was like, I'd rather set it free. I'm like, then you take care of it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine if that's what people are like, but I'm like, but you're going to do this. Cause my only option is I cannot live in the house with this. So. It's either him or me. Yeah. And it's mostly spiders, centipedes. Ooh, centipedes. Centipedes, well, I remember I slept on the couch for like three weeks when I was still living at home with my parents because I saw a centipede in my room and I didn't get to kill it. So I was like, you can just have this room just go until away. I feel better. Like, you can just have the room. Oh, yeah. Centipedes are the one bug that I think do creep me out. Because mm-hmm. when I moved into, when I was in living in Tennessee, my family just lived in a bunch of apartments until we bought a house. And we mm-hmm. bought a house in this area that had just been like forest and got it cut down. Centipedes everywhere. I'm talking like 10 at any given moment, mm-hmm. just crawling around in the room. Yeah. See, like, yeah, I'm like starting uh, to itch just thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all of my phobias are just really weird shit. Mm-hmm. Or like, like I said, straight people sometimes. <laughs> You did say that before we started They eat me out. Mm -hmm. Like, just imagining just a generic straight white guy and and his girlfriend getting in a fight in public. I hate that. (laughs) See? Yeah. I thrive on that. I hate I love white people and their drama. Like, like, if I'm, like, in... Let's say I'm in Home Depot and a couple's like just staring at each other and I know that they somebody just said something that pissed somebody <laughs> off. I like try to like linger. I'm like, fucking do it. Like go for the blow. I'm here. I'm I'm with you. Like just it it I don't yeah, that 
Yeah, but I will say it's not even a phobia. I'm more annoyed by straight white men than anything else. Like, yeah, understandable. But not, not but creeped out. It's like no, I have the power here. Like, I think I'm just creeped out by like the power dynamic that I see all the time in those arguments. I don't know. I can't explain it. When I hear a couple, a straight couple fighting, I'm yeah. just like, ick. Get it away from me. <laughs> Go fight at home. Yeah, like somewhere else. I'm trying to enjoy myself. <laughs> if you have to live your lifestyle, it's fine, but you have to flaunt it in front of us. <laughs> exactly. It's like the reverse. Take your own medicine, straight white couples. Right. It's like that reverse, like, I don't need to see this. You can do whatever. If you wanna be straight, ugh, that's ugh, fine. But like gross. don't don't do it in public. Me and Tyler always look at each other and go, monogamy culture. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, things I'm creeped out by. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm more annoyed by straight white men. But I will say I get, uh, I get creeped out sometimes by, like, some of the, the white people that, like, talk to me after shows. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I hate that. There's always, for me, it's like every once in a while I'll get this thing of like, there's this level of like, you wouldn't say this to a white performer now, would you? Mm. And it's like that, it it doesn't, in that moment, it doesn't make me feel safe and definitely feeling unsafe creeps me out. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not safe in this moment. So I would like to exit it, Please. but I can't because then I'm rude. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Some parts of performing get super creepy. Uh, yeah. I mean... I hate to say it, but it, it almost comes with the territory, I feel like, just in, yeah. like, just the parts, like, I think mostly it's, like, the, the venues and the audience that it draws. It's, like, there's going to be somebody. You can push and, and pull for the most, like, inclusive space possible and the most, like, understanding and consent-based space possible, and there's still going to be somebody that gets one in there. Yeah. And that's all it takes is, like, one person to test the waters, and then it's like, well, fuck, this night is a loss because yeah. now I have to deal with this, and I have to worry if other people have been incited by this bullshit and think yeah. they can try it. Like, yeah, so. Have I told you my burlesque sugar daddy story? Oh, God, no, but it sounds... Right on topic. Yep. So I was dancing at, there's this marijuana club in Flint, Mm -hmm. or right outside of Flint. Okay, yeah. And um, it's a small venue, only like three performers. And I've done it before and the crowd was decent. But this time there were like three people in the audience, Mm -hmm. which is really awkward if you're a burlesque performer. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you thrive on audience attention and when all you hear is, woo! And isn't this one of those places where they, they can be high? Oh, they're high. They're high as a mother. So they're not. High. So you're not really getting a woo. It's like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's literally guys playing pool in the background because they don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of venue. Mm-hmm. And I go out and I do my first dance. And then during intermission, I go get a snack because I'm around all this marijuana smoke. Mm-hmm. And I'm hungry. And this guy from the audience, one of three people, Follows me up to the counters like, don't worry, I got you. Everything's like a dollar. Everything at this counter is like a dollar because they're paying premium for Bud. And he's like, don't worry, I got anything you want tonight. And I'm like, thank you. I just want a Mountain Dew. And I, he bought me a Mountain Dew. Like, it was this big grand move. And I was just like, thank you. I'm going to go backstage. <laughs> <laughs> He kept looking at me all night, and then he messaged me on Facebook when I got home, and I was just like, 
go away. It's like, no, that's not how this works. Just because you bought me a Mountain Dew doesn't mean you can, like... It's one of those things where like, I fucking said thank you. That is the end of this. Like That is the end of the transaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just saying you bringing up the fact that people were playing pool in the background reminded me of another thing that creeps me out. ZZ Top beards. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I don't like them. If you have one, uh, shave it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't appreciate that at all. Lord knows how much like food is in there. Yeah. And, like smoke. I've had a number of guys buy me drinks, but that's also because when I MC, I say what drink I like. There have been a couple times where it's gotten out of hand and I'm just like, I I don't need this much alcohol, y'all. Like I actively contributed to that. That one time you did, yes. And but there have been other times where I'm just like somebody else comes backstage, just like, somebody bought you more prosecco, and I'm looking at the other three glasses like, what do I do? Uh, a fuck. <laughs> like, okay, well I didn't drink off of this one and this one, so y'all have at it. Like, yeah. You have to like pawn them off on other people. But yeah. I think there was one show I did where nobody, he wasn't my sugar daddy, but he definitely, like, made it a point to tell me that he bought me this drink, and he was like, anything else you want, and I had to tell him, like, I am technically working, so, you know, I'll take, to end here. I'll take this one, and, you know, we'll see how the night goes, but, yeah, yeah, ugh. Yeah, that's another thing that's creepy is, like, when people do stuff like that at shows and they're expecting, like, a little bit more. And I'm just like, like no, no, that's not how this works at all. Just because like, I flash my tits for fun doesn't mean I'm going to flash them at everybody that shows me a little cash. <laughs> you know, for the right amount, and I've said this before, I'm like, now look, for the right amount, I'll break a blue law. But <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the right amount. But I'm pretty sure none of you can pay it. Like, it's a pretty steep amount yeah. on my end. And pay people what they ask for. Like... A fucking don't try to negotiate prices. It's like if I tell you something, just fucking do it. You're either gonna pay me or you're not. It's not gonna be a thing if we're gonna negotiate. No, it's this or it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. But anyway, men. Mm-hmm. Not to, always men. Not Some always men. Women try to lowball oh. me too, and I'm just like, a woman. What? I was at a show with both of my partners, one of whom I'm no longer with. And good, so, good. <laughs> amen. I'm um, drinking tequila, y'all. So we both are, and it's mm-hmm. fabulous. Mm-hmm. But I saw a woman full on grab Tyler's ass and walk away. No, and I literally went to security, and they did nothing. Mm. Like I, I talked to security, and like she just grabbed his ass, like nothing. Silas didn't care. <laughs> And Tyler was, like, a little upset. And then somebody grabbed my ass, and then the security guard came over and was like, all right, point out who it was. I'll get him right out of here and, mm-hmm. like, let us go into the VIP lounge and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where was this before? Yeah. like It's like his safety was a concern just as much as mine. But women get away with shit. They, women are the only ones that have full-on, like, harassed me. Mm-hmm. Like, touched me. Yeah. Men have not touched me. I'm lucky in that front, but women just like to be grabby and shit. Yeah. When I was still, like, going to the club and going to straight clubs, I would get harassed by guys quite a bit. Um, But, yeah, no. The only, like, harassment I've had as far as, like, burlesque-wise is, like, one time this guy tried to, like, grab me while I was doing a curtain call. Mind you, it was a strolling show, so it's like I kind of have to walk through the crowd anyway to get to where we're taking our bows. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, he, like, grabbed me, and I had to, like, yank my hand really fast and, like, point at him. I couldn't address it at that point, but I'm just like, this is not, like, 
not the we time. said at the top of the show this is not how this works like i get it we're all in your face but every like at least me i had a part in the in the thing where i like put like my my one of my raps on somebody and i like went up to this person that was like hey i have a part in the song where i need to sit this down but i don't want to put it on the floor can i put it on you and they were like yeah for sure i'm like cool thank yeah. you it's just as simple consent. as asking. Consent. You want to take a picture with me and like hug me? You can. You can ask. It's not gonna happen anytime soon because of COVID. But yeah, yeah. Amen. I'm trying to think of other creepy things. Mm-hmm. Creepy people at shows. Yeah, that's. Yeah, creepy people in general. Yeah. Like, even like yeah. People spouting religious like. Mm. Evangelical shit scares me. Mm-hmm. Just flashbacks. Like Vietnam War flashbacks of like Southern living, and I'm like, ah, run away. Yeah. Weird. I like eating mushrooms, but if I see a mushroom growing somewhere, it creeps me the fuck out. Okay. I don't get it. They can be unsettling to see out in the wild. They're like just slimy and like, Mm -hmm. and that means stuff's rotting and it's gross. Yeah, that's how I feel about mold. Mold. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah, mold and, like, (laughs) this is specific to me, ranch dressing. Like, if I have to wash dishes and there's, like, a cup that's had ranch dressing in it. Really? I'm like, I don't want to wash this because I'm going to have to. Some At some point, I'm going to have to touch this ranch dressing and I just don't want to. It's a very, it's, I don't know if you've ever had to wash ranch dressing after it's been sitting for a while. I have not. It's not a. It's not a comforting feeling. I feel like that about peanut butter. Like mm-hmm. washing peanut butter off of stuff and that cold peanut butter smell. Yeah. And see, I think that's another thing is like there are some things that are like sensory related where I'm just like, I don't want to feel this. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain things I don't want to touch, but other things I'm like, I just don't want to feel that on my body because I feel like I'll never be rid of that feeling. Yeah. It's like, ooh, one thing that does creep me out is hearing or seeing somebody grind their teeth. Oh, yeah. It's like Ooh. if I hear it, I'm like, <gasps> it's like Stop. I can feel my teeth doing it when I hear it. And Ooh. it just makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Body horror really gets to me. Like like teeth, mm-hmm. people hurting other people's hands. Like, mm, Oh, yeah. You are kind of squeamish with that stuff. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like I love scary movies, but I don't like gore scary movies. Yeah. Because that like it makes me nauseous. I saw Green Room. I don't know if you've heard Green Room. Mm-hmm. Heard of Green Room? Uh, I have. Won't watch it. But. No, yeah, I don't recommend it. But like I literally got sick from that movie because mm-hmm. it's it's just like it relies on the fact that the enemies are Nazis and just body horror mm-hmm. to be scary and I think number one it's a fucking cop out if you're a horror person body gore is stupid but that's my personal opinion mm-hmm. number two why just why yeah it makes me nauseous I don't want to be in the movie theater and puke I don't want to be that person mm-hmm. so why I had to leave entirely yeah I am so squeamish when it comes to horror movies. Like, I just don't watch them unless it's, like... Like, I've sat through, like, The Strangers. I can watch stuff that it's just, like, people fucking with other people. Mm -hmm. But if there's, like, a monster involved or anything like that, I'm like, no, no thank you. Yeah. I I can't. And, like, people... Like, there's some people... Like, zombie movies. I can't really do zombie movies. I was, like, watching... There's, like... 
one performer that has like a burlesque act and part of it is like they eat somebody's quote unquote brains. Mm. And oh, I remember as, that one. Yeah, and as soon as I saw what was happening, I was like, ah, eek, no! It's <laughs> like, I have to watch with my fingers! Like, Doesn't she eat the dick too? At some point. No, this is a different, different one. Different one? Oh, yeah, okay. this is a different one where, and I like, I told <laughs> told the performer the next day, like, you did really good, but I had to watch the end of your act through my fingers because I was so scared. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, something like, yeah. Oh, another thing is like, I, I can do it, but like anything where like somebody's like fucking with their eye with like a needle or something. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. when they, use, when people use their faces as pin cushions, like I can see acupuncture, but when I see someone like hammering a nail or something into uh, their nose, I'm like, ah! Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. See, I love monster movies. I love monster stories. Mm-hmm. But real life horror fucks with me. Like I've read it. I think I've told you this. I read it mm-hmm. every summer. Since I was 10. Yeah. And I still do that. And it's not an appropriate book for a 10-year-old. I'll just put that out there. Do not let your 10-year-old read it. Mm-hmm. You need to be, like, at least 17 to read that shit. But, like, you tell me about, like, a, a real-life murder mystery thing, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Nope. When I was little, speaking of murder mysteries, when I was little, my grandparents used to love to, like, sit up late at night and watch America's Most Wanted. I knew I'm sitting there on the couch watching it with them, and it used to scare the shit out of me because every episode ends with, this person is still out there. Mm -hmm. Like, after I just watched this dramatization of this gruesome murder that they did or whatever they did, this person's still out there. I, it got so bad and I like finally told my mom I was like it just scares me and she had to like tell my grandparents like please don't watch this while yeah. she is there because she won't go to sleep Yeah, it's always kidnapping shit too right mm-hmm. it's like kidnapping or murder or some of them were kidnapping and some of them were just straight up like this person walked up behind somebody and murdered them oh. and it was like the story leading up to that and it was I mean it was the the man who started it started it because his son went missing mm-hmm. and they never like his I think the case went cold and so that's why he started the show to prove like how many times this happens and how many people are still out there and if this per if you see this person then that's what you're supposed to speak up and I'm just you know as a fucking six year old I'm like watching every corner like like are there murderers here there's so many murderers in the world that are all on TV I yeah oh man yeah. Mm-hmm. Real life shit gets me. I don't, not shaming anybody. I don't get the whole like murder podcast, real crime stuff. That's just a little too much for me. I can't do true crime like that. And even like certain things that like, like if it's like a mainstream thing, I like to know as much about it as I need to. Like, I'll never watch, like, a Charles Manson documentary. I'll never Mm -mm. watch, like, any of that stuff. Um, What's the other one that Zac Efron was in the movie about? Is it Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. I'll never watch anything like that. I tried to watch something on, like, the Black Dahlia, and it just creeped me out. Yeah. Yeah. Even that one that's on, oh, there's one, The Keepers on Netflix got to be heavy at one point. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'll get sucked into stuff like that, but also I know, like, I'm setting myself up to be kind of messed up for a few days. Yeah. So I don't, I definitely can't do podcasts because it's so much to consume at one time that it just seeps in. Yeah. And then it'll, yeah. I can't, I can't do it either. Like, Mm -hmm. murder shows, serial killers. I used to be, like, a serial killer freak until... I had something happen in my life where I'm like, oh, shit, 
people actually die and they get hurt by crazy people. That's, I don't know if I want to go into that story. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's deep. But like, yeah. people go psychotic and kill people. And ever since then, I've just been like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. After knowing a real serial killer, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. That'll be paid content. Yeah. Send me 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. I will tell you about how I know a person with multiple murders on their record. Yeah. But the depths of human depravity are creepy. Yeah. And even still, like, I can watch movies like, uh, like, I'll watch Get Out whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch, uh, like, The Strangers. Like I said, I can sit through that. But if you try to get me to watch, like, Dead Silence where the dolls come alive, I'm like, no, I'm good, actually. I don't, I don't need this at all. And, um, yeah, like, murder mysteries. It, and that's recent, because I used to be able to sit through them for at least a little bit. But as I get older, and also because I live alone now, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's worth putting myself through all that, like, stress. Because I remember when I was younger, I was afraid of, like, a lot of different little things. And I there was, like, a two-month period where I just didn't sleep at night because all I could think was, like, those specific things like those specific characters that i was afraid of just standing around my bed oh yeah that's all i could see every time i closed my eyes so i would just sit there and like stare at my bedroom and like not sleep and just toss and turn because so that's why i don't like watch stuff with like monsters because i still will do that i'll just stare stay up and be like okay we're gonna have a nightmare tonight so we should just you know prepare like just see them in your house or see them in your room and it'll be fine and it's not a healthy way to live, so I just don't put myself in those situations. Yeah, just don't consume the shit that stresses you out. Nope. Too. Like I mentioned, E.T. Mm-hmm. hmm Do you have any, like, real, like, actual phobias? Like, shit that will make you faint or pass out or... Um, mostly, it's, it's an odd one, but, like, heights. And I can do heights on, like, a roller coaster. I'm fine. I can do, like heights if I'm like if like let's say I'm on a roof as long as I'm not at the edge and I can see over and look down then I won't but it's combined it's like heights and then like things that are shaky like I don't know if I'd ever be able to do a cruise oh yeah because it's too shaky but like boat docks whenever I get on a boat dock I want to get on all fours because I don't want to fall over Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's kind of like a fear of falling to my death or like falling into something that's uncontrollable Mm -hmm. so like falling into water or falling into and then just maybe being stuck in that I don't Uh, know it's a whole thing but like I am afraid of heights but I'm not afraid of heights the way like most people are like I get on planes totally fine um, I can get on roller coasters. I can, um, like, yeah, it's mostly like rooftops. And then, like, recently I went to the DIA and they have like a they have like the stairs. Sometimes you can look over and look down. And I don't know why I did it, but I looked down and then my meat, like, my, the bottom part of my legs just Ugh. went like numb. And I was like, this is this is why we don't do that. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyler's afraid of heights too, and yet I somehow. Watched him. We went hiking with some friends in the before times mm-hmm. and <laughs> when social distancing wasn't necessary. And I watched him climb down a cliff mm-hmm. over like a, I want to say five story drop. Mm-hmm. And he's afraid of heights. 
And I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, you got to face your fears. And I'm like, no, you don't. You can not run away from this, these. Right, not on this. Yeah, I remember like one, like the one time I went hiking in California. And it was like a pretty like beginner course, I guess. I don't know because I'm not a hiker. But like we were coming down and like the person that I was hiking with is just like hopping on rocks. And I'm like, nah, I need a trail or I'm going to sit on my butt and scoot. Mm -hmm. And literally that's pretty much what happened. Like the last like two minutes, I'm just like up against this like mountainside, just like, and we're going to scoot and we scoot and we are not falling because we're scooting. Like, yeah, it was beautiful. And I got like some really good pictures, but like, yeah, like. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm like, it's worth it to get there. Getting down is what scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think if like anything else would like further like explain what it what that's like. But it's mostly like, yeah, if I'm high up and there's unshaky ground and I could fall and like not survive the fall, I don't like. I don't like that stuff at all. Makes more sense than my phobia. Yeah, like I think I've told you my phobia. Veins. Oh. I don't know why. Like, anything to do with veins. Blood draws. Mm -hmm. Like, getting my blood pressure taken and they're, like, cutting off circulation. Mm. Circulation shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I I can't stand it when my foot falls asleep. Mm. Because it reminds me of my phobia. And, like, I literally... I actually went to the hospital over this recently. Mm-hmm. I had a vasovagal response mm-hmm. where I was thinking about veins and I passed the fuck out. <laughs> and like, yeah. I went to the hospital and of course the first thing you do at the hospital is like, okay, let's take your blood. And you're like, I'm going to pass out again. I told them, I'm like, I'm going to pass out again. And they hooked me up to like the EKG shit and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're not going to pass out. You're going to be fine. Blood pressure dropped to like. 40 something mm-hmm. over whatever. I don't know how blood pressure works. Yeah. Because I don't like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, shit, you really are afraid. I'm like, no, really. Who'd have thought? I told you this, but hey, what do I know about myself? Yeah, I, um, yeah, no, I don't have anything super crazy like that. But I, that kind of reminds me of people who have, like, what's that one, tryptophobia, where they're afraid of, like, small holes. Oh, ooh, yeah. I think it's generally creepy. See, it doesn't bother... Like, it, it bothers me if I stare at it too long, but I... Like, I have a friend that has it, and she, like, can't look at, like, pomegranates. Oh. And it's stuff like that, like pomegranates, English muffins, like, stuff with tiny holes in it. I didn't know it went that far. Yeah, and I, I, I told her one time, and again, I'm sorry, trigger warning for anyone who actually has tryptophobia, but I have, like, a little connection that I made with it. My friend who's afraid of, who has that, if I'm saying it right, I think I'm saying it right. Yeah, I think you're saying it right. And um, has that, and then she's also afraid of spiders. And I said, I was like, you know, if you stare at it long enough, things with little holes start to look like spider eyes. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. That's why I don't look at it long, like long. Like I can see a pomegranate and be like, it's fine. I can see an English muffin and see if it's fine. But like a picture of them, if I stare at them too long, I'm like, I get why people are afraid of this because it just looks like eyes. And I have a friend that's so scared of spiders every video game. Because you know in video games, they love to put you against giant fucking spiders. Because, mm-hmm. you know, fear why factor. Not? Yeah. He literally has to download mods that turn all of the spiders into, like, something else. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of Skyrim. Every time there's a Mm. spider in Skyrim, he just was fighting a giant bear. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, the mod community for games just, mwah, Mm -hmm. thank you for protecting us from arachnophobia. Yeah. 
Anybody else have like a crazy out there phobia that you can think of? Not that I know of. Like, yeah, a lot of my friends have like the spider one. They like hate spiders, and I those are the ones that I know of. I'm sure like after this, I'll hear like, oh my gosh, I have like this one, but. Yeah, I mean, mine is heights, my friend is like small holes and stuff, and then like, yeah, the rest of them are just spiders. But I did, recently, um, there was this creator on TikTok who went live and everybody was like fucking with them because they were, because they said like, I have arachnophobia, and so people kept typing in the chat, like, there's a spider behind you, there's a spider above your head, and they had like a full, like, albeit like, panic attack because... They're like, this stresses me out, and I have to, like, check the ceiling and stuff, so now they're not going live, and it's like, you know, if somebody tells you that they're afraid of something, don't fuck with them about it. Yeah, and I don't know what it, what it is about the human condition where, oh, you're afraid of something? I'm gonna fuck with you. Let me just immerse you in it, and maybe you're not as scared as you think you are, or I yeah. just want to see your response. Yeah, like, I'll say I'm afraid of veins, and people just laugh because they think I'm joking, and they show me their wrists, mm-hmm. and I'm like... You want me to pass out and hit my head? You're the one responsible. You won't be paying me money because I told you. Yeah. And if I pass out on your property, your fault. Yeah. Like, I've had people who learn, like, this is another one. Like, it's not even a phobia. It's just, like, a genuine, like, I'm, I don't enjoy this. I don't like, like, aliens or squid or, like, octopi or anything like that. And so some, uh, like people hear that and they're just like well do you believe in aliens it's like i don't want to talk about this because, because it's scary it it makes me uncomfortable and people think i'm joking but i'm like if we find out that like aliens and the depiction of aliens that i've seen that scares me is what aliens look like i'm i have to live in a bunker like i don't even want to live in a world where that's a possibility because i'm so afraid of like the pictures i've seen of them and all that stuff mm. um and yeah, but I had like I've had people who like find out I'm afraid of aliens, and then they'll like send me a picture of an alien. Why? I hate that. Don't if you're listening, mm-hmm. don't do this shit to people. Like, granted, I don't think anybody who would be listening to our podcast would. I hope would not fuck with people. Yeah, this is not me opening a door to be like, just send it to me so I can so you can see what cute response I get. Like, you send it to me, you're gonna get blocked. Yeah, like fuck, fuck that. Don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. Or like squid. Like I remember one time I had calamari and it looked. It was the calamari that looks like a baby squid that Instead is a baby of like squid. The circles. Yeah, yeah, it's a circle, but it's a flattened squid, and it's like that. I saw it on the plate, and I was like. <sighs> It's like now when I get calamari, I have to ask him, like, is it just the rings or is it like the actual like baby squid? Because, I mean, to be honest, when it is the baby squid, that's when it tastes the best. Mm -hmm. But it's jarring for me. So I have to be able to know that that's coming because Mm -hmm. if I see like tentacles, I'll be like, I just nope, nope, I got to leave. That was an interesting dynamic at Burley Bunker where like Tyler's favorite animal is an octopus. Oh, mm -hmm. (laughs) like. He can't, he can't talk about octopus stuff. It was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or his, like, hat that you made him. Oh, like, yeah, the tentacle oh, Please don't hat. ever wear that while I'm here. I tried to hide it under jackets when I hung it up on mm-hmm. the coat rack. I just, yeah, it is, it's the tentacles and the, the, the sliminess and fucking squid are smart as hell. So that's the other thing. I'm like... Intelligent animals. Mm-hmm. Like, monkeys... And apes mm-hmm. scare the shit out of me. And it's because, like, in college, I had to listen to a lot of dark recordings 
of like Jonestown and shit because mm-hmm. I was studying the linguistics of cult leaders. Mm-hmm. And that for some reason took me down the dark side of YouTube where I listened to someone getting her face eaten off by a chimp. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. Why does this exist on YouTube? I don't know. It's like the. There's recordings of like that, of a guy getting eaten by a grizzly bear, like Grizzly Adams. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the dark side of YouTube has all of this information. But, like, ever since then, I've been terrified of chimps mm. and, like, gorillas. And I see them in the zoo, and I want to run away because I can... You can look in their eyes and see they're intelligent. Yeah. Like, you could kill me, mm-hmm. and you would if you wanted to. Yeah. And you know that, and I know that. So why don't we just leave it alone? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go away. I know. I know. People always try to, like, butter me up. They're like, but they're so smart, and they're really sweet, and they're docile, and all this stuff. And I'm just mm-hmm. like... It doesn't matter. People say the same thing about a lot of things that are very dangerous. So just trust me on this. I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see pictures of them. I don't want to see cute little videos where they're running around underwater while some photographer takes pictures of them. I don't think it's cute. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm-mm. Or like the ones where it's like, look at this color changing squid that no one's ever seen before. I don't like what. No, I don't want to see that, that off of there. Oh, the best was when everybody was making those Area 51 memes and they uh, kept ooh. posting those fucking alien pictures. And I finally had to make a post. I'm like, if you're going to post that stuff, please block me. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't take it personally. Just block me from the post because I, th- I couldn't handle it. It was like every other meme was like a fucking like weird looking alien thing and like somebody holding its hand or just i remember that they were all over the place it was so bad like and for me i was just like why 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 now why why because everybody was making them and i'm just like i can't survive this facebook please stop Facebook. this will be when i delete my profile because i can't take it anymore you know what scares me about facebook what you ever have those like random friend requests from like people in like the Middle East mm-hmm. or like just a random different country and you're like, how did you find me? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, I'm completely private on everything and I still get friend requests from just like India or the Middle East or mm-hmm. like African countries and I'm like, how the fuck did you find me? How do people find people on the internet that they don't even know in real life? Just come up in searches. Do they just search like Delta and like? Yeah, probably. Like, I mean, I remember when I opened up. I opened up my Instagram and like I got still get like a shit ton of followers, and I'm just like, how do y'all find me? Mm -hmm. And who are you? But yeah, that stuff doesn't creep me out as much because I like just take exhaustive measures to make sure like people can't message me unless I want them to. People can't comment on my posts unless I want them to. Like, nothing I post. I mean, it's the internet, so it's out there. Somebody can see it somewhere. But as far as, like, direct control, I'm like, no. People can't share my shit unless I say so. Mm -hmm. Um, People cannot see who I'm friends with unless they're friends with them also. Things like that. Um, But, yeah, no. I sometimes will get, like, the message spam where it's, like, in another language. And I'm like... Where did you come from? And what are you looking for here? I know they're probably bots, but I just just imagining that some of them are real people that are just like spending all day on the computer finding I, people. I wonder how much of that is like somebody like because it always seems it happens way more on my like burlesque profile mm-hmm. than it does on my like regular profile. 
So I'm wondering how much of that is just like looking up like some specific word and going down a rabbit hole and that's how they end up on like more and more people. That would make sense. Yeah. It's kind of like those people. Look, this like this does scare me about the internet is how many people are willing to accept everybody in the name of a fan base. Oh, yeah. It's like, why are you accepting somebody who lives in the middle of Idaho? Are you ever going to go to Idaho to perform? Maybe, but... In, like, the next five years of being friends with this person, that's who you want to come. You have to because they might come to a show. Like, And I, then you expose all your friends to that person that you haven't vouched for. Is that I would have all these people trying to friend me. And they're, like, and I would look at their mutual friends and it's, like, there's all these people that, like, yes, I know them. But, like, I don't know you. I don't, and I tell people that all the time. I'm like, if you see me at a show and you find me on the internet, usually if you introduce yourself to me, I'll remember who you are Mm -hmm. after. And I'll be like, yes, this is the person that I met at that show. But if you've only ever seen me in the audience, you've never talked to me and I don't, and I can't recognize your face. No one can vouch for you. You're not getting the front. You're Mm -hmm. not getting accepted. And that, that, that's one thing that's creepy is like, all the people who like you don't know but they pop up and actually send you a friend request it's not even just a message it's oh, like they're yeah. trying to pry and that's what i'm like i this is not go settling. away yeah it's like no please leave me alone go away i don't want you here mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no that's really creepy just just people on the internet the internet the dark web existing is creepy mm-hmm. like even want to get into dark web stuff i will freak the fuck out mm-hmm. <laughs> um let's lighten it up a bit how about haunted houses have you ever been to a haunted house uh yeah the last one that i went to was supposed to be like yeah it was like a house of like it was supposed to be like we've taken we're zombies that have taken over the psych ward that we were yeah mm-hmm. and I don't remember much of it, but if I went through it again, it probably wouldn't be super scary as much as I was letting on because I was trying to flirt with the person that I was with. So I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> I mean, I wish I could show you all video. This was probably like the last, my like last ditch effort at like playing it straight. And I was not good at it. Mm. Like it was just like something would pop out and I would like fall onto them and just be like, oh my God, I can't do this. <laughs> How do I This is why I do it. Like, so you went full Scarlett O'Hara. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm good at it. Like that's the problem is that like if I if I really want to flirt with somebody, then I can just like make it the most like dramatic thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, but and yeah, I mean it wasn't super scary, but I I know myself. I know I wouldn't enjoy them. Like I'm not somebody who needs to be going to them all the time. I need to like stay in my lane. When it comes to like Halloween and stuff like that, my lane is like kooky. Mm-hmm. My name, my lane is not like actually scary. Yeah, haunted houses. I get kicked out of haunted houses, mm-hmm. so I just don't go. Like the last time I went to a real haunted house was there's this one like haunted corn maze mm-hmm. in my hometown. Those seem like the scariest because you don't know where you're going and you don't know where the monsters are coming from. They're pretty freaky, but yeah. For some reason, I just like fucking with the haunt actors because mm-hmm. uh, my dad used to sponsor a haunted house when he had a restaurant, and I got to go behind the scenes and I see all the shit. So I know they're not real, and I've mm-hmm. known since I was like five. But mm-hmm. 
Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> They're not real. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I should have should have went with like a content warning. Mm-hmm. Haunted houses aren't real, people. Skip ahead if you don't. Want yeah. Well, we've already said it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I like fucking with the haunt actors. Mm-hmm. And the last time I went to a haunted house, I was a teenager, and we walk into this room that's like all black walls except for like a dancing Santa robot. I don't know why. Okay. But I'm like, okay, they're clearly trying to distract me from the corner that's behind me mm-hmm. that there's like a little curtain over there. So I like snuck around in the back and I hid behind the curtain because mm-hmm. I knew someone was going to come out. And this guy popped out with a chainsaw and started revving it. And I went, boom. Mm-hmm. And he went, Whoa! and he dropped the chainsaw. And like, I got kicked out mm-hmm. of the haunted house and I got banned and mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to go back. That's the last time. Well, and then this other time I went to what I thought was a haunted house, but it was a revelation house. Mm. Have you been to those? Mm-mm. So in the South, I don't know if it happens at North. There's these things around Halloween time called revelation houses. Cause Halloween is the devil. Of course. Does it just play out the book of revelation? Yes. Well, that sounds terrifying. It was awful. So, like, I go into this house, Mm -hmm. and their opening scene is a family at dinner, and one of them doesn't believe in God, Mm -hmm. and the others are trying to convince them. And then the next room, this person's pretending to be a newscaster, like, announcing the rapture, and, like, her daughter is gone from daycare, so her daughter went in the rapture, and she didn't, and she's, like, screaming and crying. Needless to say, it went like that. At the very end, I got a fake gun pointed at my head. Like, you're going to accept the mark of the beast. And, like, they had us... What the fuck? Yeah, they had us lined up against the wall, threatening us with a fake gun about how we're going to accept the mark of the beast. And they had planted an actor in it where, like, she's like, I'm not going to... I proclaim the name of Jesus. And then they shoot her with, like, a fake gunshot and everything. And then they led us into a chapel and wanted to talk about how, like, this could all be real if the revelation happens. Oh, my God. And I was like, I am never. I don't care if it's a real haunted house or not. I'm never going again. That is terrifying. Yeah. I cannot believe. Honestly, no, I actually can't believe that because I remember, like, the school that I went to growing up was like, a religious school and they put on this like church play called hell and back and mm. i never saw it but i saw the like cover of it and i was like this looks scary and it mm. probably did its job where it's like we're trying to scare people in the living right and i'm like well i don't want to go to hell so whatever the fuck i gotta do to not do that we have long since moved past that but yeah i oh yeah, that just reminds me of that movie, This is the End, which ended up being a little bit scarier than I thought it would be, because the, the whole point of This is the End is, like, revelations playing out, like, but in modern times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is it a religious movie, or is it just a movie? No, it's a Seth Rogen movie. Oh, okay. So awesome. it's Seth Rogen and Jay Baruchel and, like, all of the people that are always in Seth Rogen movies. Like, Michael Sarah plays himself in the movie, but he plays, like, the, like, hyped-up jackass version of himself. Nice. Who's, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, I mean, you know, if you enjoy Seth Rogen movies, it's one that, you know, you could watch. Emma Watson is randomly in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Rihanna is in it for a little bit. So it's just, yeah. But but the whole point is that it's they don't know what's going on and then they figure out that it's the rapture halfway through the movie and then like 
Yeah, there's a demon, and then there's the whole scene with the devil, and yeah. oh boy, it was more like go like I knew what it was because I was working at the movie theater, so I saw the scary part, and I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. Mm-hmm. But my friend was like, it's just a stupid dumb fucking movie. Let's go watch it. So we go, and she ended up getting like, oh my god, this is terrifying. I'm like, I warned you, <laughs> told you, I told you, <laughs> like yeah. Something about end times, man. People are obsessed with that shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, this whole year kind of felt like that. And there are some people who would argue that this is the beginning of the end. But I mean, I could see it if I were a religious person. Well, I, I mean, I am religious, but not in the way mm-hmm. that... Uh... <laughs> right. Well, to round it out, what are our mortal dreads? Do you have anything that just fills you with mortal dread? Speaking of religion and, <laughs> and God and stuff. Um, mortal dread. I I have this fear that there's nothing after this. Like, it just, it goes back to, my fear is that when we die, it goes back to what it was before we were born. Just nothing. It's not like feeling it's not being somewhere it's not going and living another life it's just nothing yeah and i guess the reason that that scares me is because like um i like lost a parent in the last five years so the thought of what we had as our life being that was it and i never get to see them again is kind of hard for me to sit with not even kind of it's the hardest thing for me to sit with it'll like it's and that's part of the reason why I can I keep my faith is I have to have reason to believe that there's something beyond this because I have to I have to keep the faith and knowledge that I will see them again. Um, and I don't I I won't know if it's true until it's my time. But that's kind of my fear is that everything that I know about life here and life beyond is a complete lie it's just that was it like that's it Mm. they don't they don't you don't see them again they don't exist anymore you don't exist anymore life is life and that's it yeah yeah that's a fear oh yeah that's yeah i have a similar fear it's more like i have a fear of death but not like dying is natural it's Mm -hmm. a part of everything but like I have this fear that I'm going to have to face my death, like, fully sane and aware that I'm going to die. Mm. And that terrifies me. Because I don't know if I'm brave enough to do that, you know? Like, as much as dementia is an awful, terrible thing, part of me wonders, like, is dementia just a way so you never have to have that moment of, like, I am going to die. Mm -hmm. And I know and I'm fully aware and I'm terrified. Yeah. Like... That is what keeps me up at night. Mm-hmm. Like, would I rather be, you know, old and have dementia and not remember anything? Or would I rather be fully sane and facing death in the face, you yeah. know? Ooh, dark. It's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where it's like you, you, you either think about it or you don't. And it's like, I envy people that have just come to terms with, like, whatever happens, happens. I wish I could be like that. But it's like, yeah, I I don't have anxiety, but it's, like, definitely something that I just am like, but what is it? Mm -hmm. Like, where does it lead to? Yeah, I I mean, I also have a small fear of um, 
like dying at a young age. Yeah. It's not as big as the other one, but it's definitely something that I think about because, and I think that comes with like that, like clock ticking in your head is like, there's so much I haven't done yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, to quote Hamilton, you could have done so much more if you only had time. Like, (laughs) you know, all those things where it's like, am I, you know, (laughs) God, see, now I'm just thinking of like Hamilton lyrics. (laughs) But it's like literally like have I have I done the things that I wanted to do and will my life like live beyond this things mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah, I'm not necessarily I'm not afraid of dying. I realize that that is a part of life. But like dying at a young age definitely scares me. Um, just because it's, I I don't like how do you how do you leave a life and feel yeah. like. I guess life isn't for fulfillment, it's just for living in the moment, but obviously we live in an age of, like, anxiety and, like, you always have to be chasing something else. It's like, okay, well, you got this, now what do you work on? Yeah. Well, you got this, and it's like, I think that's why, is because I don't know, I don't know when I'll fully know peace, and I know I won't know it at any time soon, because yeah. it's either, like, there's one thing or something else that I have to take care of, and I just feel like I can't catch up, but, um, yeah, I guess that's more of the thing, it's like, dying at a young age without knowing peace mm-hmm. yeah and not being able to like sit with it for a little while and be like you know what you did all this and it doesn't matter because you're losing your life anyway mm-hmm. so yeah yeah dying young Ooh. Mm-hmm. well that was a a lovely talk <laughs> got a little dark there we'll put a, we'll put a trigger warning oh, at yeah. the beginning like yeah sorry if you made it through here and you had to stop because you're just like what I mean, I like it. I like conversations like this Mm because it makes me feel less alone. So hopefully it makes other people feel less alone in their fears and shit. I think it's healthy to like have these conversations, especially with like people that you trust and you feel um, able to do it with. Because like I think so much of like these topics are like shooed away because it's like, no, you shouldn't talk about that because it it Mm -hmm. has this air of like, well, you're bringing that into this. And it's like... talking about this doesn't have to be a negative experience it can it can trigger some like maybe like not so pleasant feelings but that doesn't mean it's like a negative conversation like yeah i don't yeah it's not like there's toxic positivity Mm -hmm. which is like let's not think about those things like life is ups and downs and if you just ignore the downs Mm -hmm. until they go away you know you're always going to be afraid while you're in those ups if yeah. that makes sense. Because you're like, oh, shit, I have to go down. I don't like going down. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't like to go down. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> oh, shit. You heard it here first, folks. Delta's a pillow princess. I, no. I am a fully a pillow princess. <laughs> I have no shame. I mean, yeah. Live your truth. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, to end this out with more food, mm-hmm. what is the most dangerous meal you could possibly make? Um, I thought about this, and I think, like, I know in my family there are certain dishes, like, you don't try unless you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And one of those in my family, to me, I think is um greens, like collard greens. Like, my aunt rest her soul like I she made the best greens and like if you don't know what you're doing just don't even fucking try it like you will never live it down they'll never let it go it just 
don't you just like don't fuck with that unless you're like ready to actually like feed a bunch of people and do it the right way Mm -hmm. um yeah and probably like as far like i'm trying to think of like a universal meal i don't know i'll think about it after you go probably for me the most dangerous meal i can think of is deep frying a turkey because mm. it is such a huge problem in the South. Like, we literally have newscasts around this time of year, mm-hmm. which it's November when we're recording. So, like, just a safety reminder, do not deep fry your turkey unless you are outside and, like, yeah. 50 feet away from your home structure. And there are so many house fires because people just want deep fried fucking turkey. They want deep fried napkin flavored meat. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> ugh. Well, I guess with that, like, there's anything that's, like, I don't think people understand that when you're cooking with, like, wine or you're cooking with, like, peppers. Those things are, like, time sensitive and, like, just the smallest amount of, like, I know what the fuck I'm doing will end up in, like, your house being on fire. Mm -hmm. Or, like, when people are, like... Yeah, it's like stuff like that. Like anytime I see somebody that's like, I'm gonna add some wine to this, I'm, I'm like, turn the fire. Are you sure? <laughs> like, and I've even done it before where I just forget that, like, hey, this shit's still piping hot. Maybe don't throw this white wine in there, and it happens, and it's just a giant billowing smoke. But like, yeah, anything like that. Also, like things that have to sit on the stove for a long time mm-hmm. creep me out. Like. I understand that's how you make soup and that's how you do things like you can just sit stuff on the stove and let it go but I'm like something about like a stove not the oven the actual stove top being on that long just makes me be like why can't we just put it in the oven it's enough to make your teeth sit on edge for sure just like yeah it's like I just feel I'm like but what if like grease drips down there we don't know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or people that leave it on while they sleep or when they leave the house I have a crock pot and I still won't leave the house with it on. No. I can't. I just. Electrical fires exist, people. I just am so scared of stuff like that. And I just. Yeah. No, thank you. I'll just have the crock pot going while I'm at home all the time. So you heard it here, folks. Turn off your crock pots. Make sure your stove's off. And hopefully you can sleep after this nightmare that we put you through. Seriously, just going around checking for like, I know we talked about so many things. Spiders and bugs. So now like, I know, again, there will be a trigger warning at the beginning of this because it's like, there's probably a bunch of stuff in this that some, somebody probably, if you didn't make it through this podcast. (laughs) I understand. Just message me and I will send you some type of gift. I don't know what yet. (laughs) It might just be money. It might be one of my handmade cards, but I will send you some type of gift and all I'm going to put in the description box is face your fears. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Face your fears, folks. I am Delta Van Dam. I am Eartha Kitten. And this has been Dish of the Day. Have some dinner, go to sleep, and forget about all of your fears that we just reminded you of. Except for stick bug. <laughs> if you would like to get in contact with Dish of the Day, you can check us out on Instagram, Dish of the Day Podcast, or leave us a voicemail on speakpipe.com forward slash Dish of the Day Podcast. You can also send us an email at Dish of the Day Podcast at gmail.com. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.